Podcast City Network. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash show, And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. This episode is brought to you by Code Story. How does a startup get from the back of a napkin to MVP to exit? Code Story. Code Story brings you in-depth interviews with founders, CTOs, and tech decision makers, digging deep into the vision and critical moments of the people building the next big thing. Hosted by tech entrepreneur Noah Labhart, Code Story is a periodic window into the startup world. In their own words, veterans share what it feels like to disrupt an industry, how to recover from critical mistakes, and what it takes to build and lead a team that has your back. Visit them at https codestory.co. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage the wild range growth 
of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com Hi, everyone. Do you like this podcast? Well, let me tell you about an app called PodCoin that pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast that the podcast player pays. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use PodCoin to earn, to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's literally amazing. It turns your podcast listening activity into a charity or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store on Android today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app and use this invite code called MMA Shell. You'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. If you use this code, that's 300 PodCoins just for signing up and using this code MMA Shell. Again, give the PodCoin app a try. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and today we got a very special guest. His name is John Kennedy, and he is the president of Combat Training. Combat Brain Training. John, John how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mark. And uh, don't forget the brain. So I, I don't teach combat. <laughs> you guys have lots <laughs> of guys that do that. I actually have a brain trainer. So we train you to have a combat brain. Ah. So where are you from, John? Well, I'm actually just outside of Chicago in a town called Evanston, but I actually work with people all over the world now via Zoom, like we're using. Works really okay. well. Um, and uh, actually is where I was before uh, the Marines actually contracted me to develop this program. Okay. Yeah, can you give everybody a quick overview of your background? Sure. So my background was basically in um, process work, which is basically kind of a, a business way to make things more efficient. But I was really motivated back in 2007 by my brother who just returned from Iraq. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, if you guys are old enough to remember, but back then uh, it was called the surge where we were sending most of our guys over there to shift our, our battle uh, strategy from killing bad guys to protecting civilians, which meant a lot more boots on the ground and a lot more guys in, in trouble, a lot, lot more casualties. Most of the casualties were from IEDs, improvised explosive devices, which are the, the kind of the booby traps, really, that kill so many guys. And my brother said, you know, IEDs are killing us. Can you help? So I, my hypothesis was that we could apply a methodology to make the brain more efficient using neuroplasticity, which is the amazing capability of our brains to change from repetition um, to make it faster and more focused. So your guys will understand neuroplasticity and what they call muscle memory, right? So you practice oh, okay. over and over again, you get really good at it. So on the muscle or procedural level, that's really your brain that's changing more than your body. So we wanted to apply that same uh, technology to the brain around executive function, which is our ability to make decisions. So I uh, got an opportunity to work with the Marines. They gave me a contract and the results were pretty amazing. Uh, turned around one of the worst platoons 
uh, to one of the best platoons in the battalion, one of the best ever to go through tra uh, final pre-deployment training out in California. And then it kind of spread throughout the military. So Navy SEALs, snipers, pilots, anyone you can think of, uh, when we would add this training to this brain training to their regular um, uh, regiment of, of whatever they had to learn, whether it was combat related, war fighting related, um, strategy related, whatever, they all performed significantly higher than any other group. Uh, so now a lot of it is athletes because athletes, you know, in a very tactical environment, you have to be very focused and you have to be able to react very, very quickly. And so that's basically what the program is designed to do. Okay. So that's combat training in a nutshell, I guess, correct? Combat brain training, yes. Yeah, combat brain training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so how does this work? Do you do this on an individual or do you do this like through certain organizations? Or? Yeah, so so basically I when I work with Zoom, it's, it's either through organizations or individuals. Most of my clients are individuals, and I work with a lot of professional athletes. Um, and then we also work with teams. Teams, I can, small teams, I can work via Zoom also, or I can do it in person. I do large conferences. I'll be speaking actually at a fitness conference in Las Vegas in November. Um, but the, the main thing is to make the brain work very hard very quickly. Um, so uh, one of the neuroscientists that's helped us has said that we're actually creating flow state. You know, your, your guys should be aware of that, getting in a zone, right? And that's optimizing fast unconscious thinking with slow conscious thinking. So when you're in flow state, your body is doing exactly what it needs to do, right? It's fast and it's focused, but your conscious is aware to be more strategic, to look around, see what's going on, and look a couple moves ahead. So that's why it's so huge for athletes. So flow state is pretty much pretty consistent. What they say will happen. Um, the other very specific area that happens when you're thinking faster, we actually can improve anticipation. So you can anticipate something that's coming your way faster. It gives you a better chance to, you know, obviously anticipate, react, and counterpunch, for example, much quicker. Now, is this process like a conceptual process or do you take some technology um, and use that in your training sessions? You know, and that's actually, that's really a pretty smart question, right? Because there is a lot of perceptual type training psychologists and, you know, a lot of guys I know that use uh, mental toughness coaches, sports psychologists, all which is very, you know, helpful. And that's kind of about the perception you're talking about. Ours actually, rather than targeting the mind, we actually target the brain. So there's exercises that we use um, that um, I actually email people. Um, so they just print them out and they use them. And as we go through them, we're forcing the brain to make very, very simple decisions, but then we make them harder and harder and harder. In order to accomplish them, because our brain wants to do what we're asking it to do, that's where the faster thinking, the anticipation, the focus come in, because you have to do those to do these exercises. Most guys laugh, believe it or not. Even pro athletes, they start laughing because the exercises are kind of fun. But usually um, by the end of the first 50-minute session, people will already start to notice that they're more focused and they're thinking faster. So we actually target the brain. Now, if, you know, one model we use uh, um, is a computer model. So if you think about the different components of a computer, you have your applications, which is what we interface with. So you've got, you know, your games, your accounting software, maybe your browser. 
And you can upgrade any one of those, but it doesn't necessarily upgrade anything else, right? And we talk about that as that procedural muscle memory. So you could be the best hitter in the world, doesn't mean you're gonna be better at other things, right? It doesn't matter you get better in, in school, it doesn't mean you're gonna be better at different things because you focus on that one area to make it better. Now the operating system of the computer we relate to psychology, which you're talking about, right? How you, your beliefs, your self-beliefs, how do you believe about others? You know, you believe you're the best and all that. And so that's kind of like the operating system. But as you know, the, the fastest way to improve all aspects of your computer is just get a new one, right? Because the processor is faster, right? Yes. And that's what we're trying to do. When your processor is faster, not only will every aspect of your sport and your home life and everything else get better, but you'll also feel much better about yourself. Your self-confidence will go through the roof because um, your act, your brain is actually accomplishing things it didn't think it could before. Interesting. So, if, like as you may know, like this is like an MMA podcast. Right, so right. A lot of people that listen to it <coughs> may actually be MMA fighters. So, how, how do you see some this type of program helping an MMA fighter? You know, a, couple, a couple aspects. Obviously, as an MMA fighter, you're always trying to better yourself. I worked with a, a jujitsu instructor, for example, in the Marine Corps, and he said because he was learning faster, a, a jujitsu move that, that would take him a week to master, now he can master in a day because he's integrating that motion, brain, everything together. But I think primarily the biggest notice will be getting into flow state. So with MMA, I mean, you, you have a strategy, your opponent has a strategy, right? And so, but you have to be able to very quickly adjust whatever the situation is. So that faster executive function, being able to, um, on just on the mental level, being able to adjust, to react, anticipate, and then strike, um, all will become faster. Um, but on the physical area, when you're, uh, one, of the, one of the ways that we integrate your body to the brain is we use your arms and your feet, your arms and your feet. So, we're actually making the connection from your brain to your hands faster and from your brains to your feet faster because neurons that fire together, wire together. We're improving those connections. So um, peripheral vision will improve, strike speed, all, balance, all those things are the ways we, we extrapolate out from making the brain faster first and then we extend that out to all the other parts of the body. Interesting. <laughs> Excuse me, because I got a little bit of cold. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That's right. There's a dedication to the podcast here. That's right. Um, That's right. How long has this program been around for? Well, it was in 2007, the Marines contracted, so it's been around for 12 years. So, um, and in that time, I've trained thousands, I've got thousands of testimonials from not just military but and professional athletes, but business people. Um, the other way, so, so there's basically two ends of the spectrum of the people that really come to me to, to, for help. One are the people that are at the top of the game, right? They're working out hard. They're seeing yourself. They're doing whatever they need to, and they want that edge. And so it gives them that edge to get over the top and actually exceed their expectations. The other end, though, where I also like to work with people is people on the other end, people that are really struggling. Kids with learning disabilities, guys recovering from concussions. We've had tremendous success at speeding up recovery from concussions because we're not targeting different parts of the brain. We're just targeting executive function and the brain will rewire itself around any damage 
to accomplish what we're asking it to do. So very, very quick recovery from concussions, from um, any type of post-traumatic stress disorder we work with, uh, strokes, even um, one of my clients, even uh, actually is a young man with cerebral palsy, never in his life has he been able to use his hands very effectively. And after about five sessions, because again, we're re-stimulating the brain-hand connections, he would not know he had any problems with his hands. In fact, it's kind of funny, he sent me an email, he's a college kid, he goes, you know, John, for the first time in my life, I can open a bottle with a bottle opener and a bag of crackers without crushing them. Pretty useful skills for a college kid. So, uh, and he also, by the way, now has a 4.0 average. He's never had more than um, uh, one A before in a semester. So, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, he's a great guy. So, um, again, and I'm always amazed at the things that happen. Um, you know, one of my clients is a quarterback in the CFL, Trevor Harris, when, you know, I worked with him a couple years ago. And uh, that's actually kind of a funny story. We were going a couple years ago, and that year he had the best stats in the league. But at the same time, halfway through the season, he said, you know, John, I got great stats, but we're also leading in sacks allowed. So I'm getting hammered. you got to protect the quarterback. So I donated an hour to the offensive line, you know, via Zoom, and no more sacks for the next two games. So they had me up last year. I actually worked with the whole team, and uh, they went all the way to their Grey Cup, which is their Super Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty so, impressive, especially helping people recover from concussions. Yes. Because um, right. I actually had uh, a uh, chiropractor and ex-professional football player on the show. His name was John DeWitt. And that's kind of like a specialty is helping people recover from uh, concussions. Yeah, yeah, right. That's pretty interesting. Now, you went over neuroplasticity before, but can you go into that a little deeper? Yes. So, so our brains are changing constantly all the time. Um, and that is this, this um, attribute called neuroplasticity. Neuro meaning brain and plastic, plasticity meaning plastic. So it's constantly changing. And actually, this is something that your guys can take with you anyway. Anything that you repeat is going to start to form ruts, right? Because neurons that fire together, wire together, those connections become stronger. And that's the tendency that's going to be. So when they're training, for example, if they got one signature move that they always do, okay, well, you know what? Maybe you need to make an adjust, a, a variation off of that because that's going to become unconscious. But you know what? Your opponent's going to pick up on it, right? So you want to be constantly aware of the things that you're doing and the way you're doing it. If you have a habit of maybe saying things that you don't want to say, right? Well, you got to be aware of that. You can change that by repeating the things you want to say in its place and eventually it will go from that conscious thought to an unconscious thought we call those habits or muscle memory but it's basically the brain that's remembering now the neuroscientists have kind of an interesting name for this they call this a zombie system mm. the zombies right they're out to kill you but they're not thinking about it so um so an example of a zombie system might be the first time you learn to drive a car right so it takes all your conscious mental effort just to keep that car on the road if you remember back when you were 16. now you drive a car you don't even think about it it's the same amount of mental effort but because your brain has offloaded it to the unconscious you don't have to think about it anymore and now it's become a zombie system and so everything we do we're constantly changing our brains. And so understanding that helps us get control over that. And that's basically, this program is based on that. We're just making the thinking process a zombie system so that you're constantly thinking even when you're not aware of it. That's where the focus and the faster thinking coming from. 
And I think you actually have a book, or I don't know if it's out yet, or you already published it, called Zombie Thinking, right? Yes, exactly. Working on the book. That's right. Um, I haven't, uh, every time I work on it, I get more stuff. <laughs> so not sure when it will come out. But yeah, Zombie Thinking, Why We Do What We Do and How to Change It is the, is the subtitle. Uh, because that, it's amazing, you know, when I speak to large groups, especially once people realize that, that not only are you going to repeat what you, re, you know, what you do, just like drilling, but apply it to other parts of your life, but then you can actually, very positive, you know, you can change that. Now, I noticed that here that you got other uh, members within the organization. You got Ron Solomon and Aiden Jacob. Um, mm -hmm. Which is very interesting. So it seems, seems like Ron Solomon, um, I guess he brings some technology aspects to your training. Yes, exactly. Because that's our next kind of our next phase. So right now I work, you know, again, pretty much one on one or one to a group by myself, you know, via Zoom, which is great. But I really want to spread this because we're helping so many people. So we just developed a certification program, so I can actually certify others. I can certify trainers at gyms. I can certify people who want to do this as part of their business so they can actually help more people. But the final piece of that is some kind of electronic platform. And you know, Ron's a, the, um, a technical guy and I have some other guys help me with that. Because the goal would be that you know, once you experience this, then you can just work off a platform on how to practice. But the key is, um, it's a, the, the reason it's a little tricky is our exercises are not digital right we use a piece of paper we use some different kinds of puzzles and so forth which is very important um you know you're probably aware of a, a program called lumosity right which is a, yep. it's a digital brain training program they were actually fined by the ftc for false advertising what's happened there's tons of research on this now in fact there was a a, a letter that was written by 20 neuroscientists to tell these digital companies to stop advertising the way they are because the neuroscience behind them is sound. You know, it's based on neuroplasticity. Your brain will change. The problem is the interface. The digital interface is just too shallow to make any real changes, right? So if you're looking at a screen and you play these games, your score will get better. Absolutely, your score will get better. But study after study shows no real-world benefits because there's no real-world connection. Our program is all real-world. Use your eyes, ears, and mouth, which is your initial sensors. We add your hands. We add your feet. So when you make those connections to the parts of your body that react, that relate to the real world, at the same time you're training your brain, then you get real world benefits. And we've had some pretty amazing, I mean, one, one probably, I, you probably have some bets probably that are in your, um, in your program. One of the, the probably the, the, I don't know, one that blew me away was the Scout, Marine Scout Sniper program we worked with about 10 years ago. So. Um, scout sniper program is one of the toughest in the military and where, you know, one, obviously they're shooting at, um, unknown distances, which is much harder than shooting at range. But also the initial piece, the stalking piece is the hardest part of the test. They have to go from a thousand yards to within 200 yards of a trained observer with an A power scope and not be seen. They then have to get off two verified accurate shots again without being seen. So, it's like three hours of just really intense mental effort, right? Because you have to be so careful. You've seen the guys veg up, um, you know, so, so if they are, maybe they go into an area, they're crawling along the ground, an area that may be lighter than the ghillie suit they're wearing, they're going to be seen. The wind might come up. I mean, there's all kinds of variables. They have to constantly be thinking ahead. 
And so the typical dropout rate from that course was 40 to 60% dropout rate. And so the two classes that we did combat brain training with, there's only one drop for stalking and the highest marksmanship scores ever. So that's the kind of results we get. It always blows away uh, when these things happen. Interesting stuff. Now, what can you tell me about digital-based brain training programs? Like uh, you have one that's called Lumosity. I think I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's like, like the one I mentioned. So the problem with, with the digital-based programs is they just know real-world interface. So study after study, there's been meta stories. So, so, so um, Brain HQ, Lumosity, any of these ones, they'll always claim that you get better at the games, which you do because you're practicing the games. But because it's a digital interface, there's no real-world connection. And without the real-world connection, there's no real-world results. So, um, and, and there's actually been several studies where they've actually examined every single one of their claims. And it's, it really is, it's, I mean, if you like to play games, play them. There's nothing wrong with them. But they're not going to change your brain to be faster, more focused, or, or even better memory. So, um, that's the main difference. Our program is all, we call it analog as opposed to digital. Um, because when you do our exercises, you're engaging all the parts of your brain that actually interface with the real world. So those connections become faster and stronger. Hmm. So what makes you, uh, CBT so unique? Two things, actually. One, the fact that it's an analog interface, not digital, which makes it And the other part, I think, that makes it so different is that we don't target any part, specific part of the brain. So... You know, there's all kinds of, like, if you were to go into, like, concussions or something, they're going to go and they're going to give a whole bunch of brain tests and they're going to try to find out where the damage is and try to fix it. We don't do any of that. What makes our program unique is we only target the parts of the brain that are necessary to make decisions, basically. And the brain takes over. So, and everybody's brain is a little bit different, but it doesn't really matter. Um, like when we start, so the very first session that I do with people, I kind of assess them at the same time. And, you know, some people are more focused, some people less focused. Nowadays, obviously, with everybody on a digital phone all the time, their focus and attention are decreasing. We can improve that almost from the first session pretty quickly. Some people may have issues with memory. Some people have issues with making different types of decisions. But because those are the areas that we're making the brain work, all those detriments or whatever inefficient processes become much better very quickly. Interesting. Now, how does your CBT system produce such a wide range of improvements? Well, it's, you know, that's, people ask me that all the time. And as I said, I've got thousands of testimonials, everything from pro athletes and, and Navy SEALs all the way down to kids with learning disabilities. Again, it's because everything we do relies on executive function. It doesn't matter what you're driving your car. You need executive function, right? You need to know when to turn, when to go straight. You need to be aware of what's going on around you. Um, if you're reading, that's executive function. If you're throwing a ball, it's executive function. If you're fighting, everything, the core of that is executive function. So that's why I liken it to putting a, a faster processor in your computer, because everything on your computer, even though you have a wide range of applications, they all run through the processor. When that processor is faster, everything gets better. Now, if a person gets done with your training, let's say they stop, will they somehow lose any of the benefits? 
you know, that's an, that's an interesting um, question because we go back and forth on that. The neuroscientists that work with us say these changes are permanent. Now, one of the changes that happen, actually there's two physical changes that happen. When we work our bodies, our muscles get stronger, right? You lift the what you curl weights, 5, 10, 15, pretty soon you're curling 30, 35 pounds. Eventually they become, they feel lighter, not because the weight's lighter, but because your body's stronger. And our brains are the same way. So things that used to be difficult become much easier. But the way the brain changes is it actually increases what are called postsynaptic receptors. So when neurotransmitters flow through the brain, they jump across gaps called synapses. And, and the more receptors, the more of these neurotransmitters you can catch, right? So if you have 100 buckets against the wall and you throw 500 balls at it, you'll catch 100 balls. If you have 200 buckets, you'll catch 200 balls. You can just double the number of balls that, will, that you've accepted. And each one of those contains some information. So one of the physical changes that happens in your brain from these exercises is those uh, receptors increase significantly fast and they solidify in as little as 20 minutes, which is why the changes are so fast. The other thing that happens physically is it stimulates something called long-term potentiation, which again, another fancy scientific name for learning and memory. So when you stimulate your brain by doing these exercises, your brain now is primed to learn for about 45 minutes to a couple hours. Anything you learn, you're gonna remember faster and, le and learn better. So these changes, those changes are actually permanent. Uh, and so that's why even if you do this program for a while and stop, those changes are permanent. However, what happens is that becomes your new baseline, right? You just get used to it. You get used to thinking faster and reacting faster. So if you continue to do the exercises, then you'll continue to make improvements. I have a, a guy I worked with oh, a couple of years ago, actually. Um, and about every six months, I get an email from him say, hey, John, I stopped practicing because you know, a lot of people stop practicing. Um, I picked him up again, and I'm right back where I was before. I can, feel the, I can feel the changes. That's why, again, why I like work with athletes, because they just work it right into their regular program. So like five to ten minutes of the exercises before every practice and before every match or before every game, then they're actually neuropriming their brain to be ready for whatever's coming next. Mm -hmm. Now that, that's very interesting. Now, if my listeners wanted to get more information on you and the combat brain training system, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so so they can go to www.combatbraintraining.com. Um, I have to apologize that website's a little bit old. Most almost all my uh, work comes through referrals. So, but I do need to upgrade my website there's a there's a contact us form there make sure they mention your show of course if they if they do it that way they can also reach out to me directly at john at combatbraintrain.com um, and that's probably the best the best ways to get a hold of me um, and you know one of the things about your guys that, that what they'll enjoy is it's not just for them um, if they have families they can do this with their families as well i have a lot of athletes that do this with their kids um, it's kind of one kind of a bonding thing that they can do together, and then the kids can do better at school too. So, um, so that's the thing. I, you know, a lot of times people think, "Oh man, it's really powerful. It's going to be hard and scary," but it's actually not. It's a lot of fun. You do it in a group of people. People start laughing um, because it just gets the brain into that kind of flow state. Now, do you have any? Do you have any upcoming speaking engagements? Um, I do actually. Um, I have some around uh, Chicago. Let me—I'll tell you actually real quick. Um, 
Uh, I have some business-related ones um, coming up. I don't know where your audience is, but... Uh, They're all over the world. <laughs> all over the world. Um, I have a couple coming up in Chicago uh, in September, November. Um, I have a, an Empowering Athletes in Houston. I should be working at. And then um, the National Sports Coaches, Coaches Association in Las Vegas, November 9th. Um, so um, I'm kind of all over the place. I'm trying to do a lot more speaking. Most of my speaking is actually working with a team. I'll probably be working with one of the Canadian Football League teams again this year. Um, but again, you know, guys can contact me. I can certainly work with any group. Um, if it's, you know, up to about 10 or so, maybe a little bit more, I can do it via Zoom. Okay. Um, for larger groups, I do keynotes at, at sporting events and so forth. And I just love to talk and tell people about this. And whenever I talk, I always include one of the exercises. So people actually leave with something that they can use uh, to improve their performance. Now, do you have any um, a Facebook page or Twitter? Uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I just started using them. Um, I'm not very good at that. Uh, I kind of got drag kicking and screaming into that social media uh yeah. world uh, i'm i'm trying to get better about it um i'm still an old-fashioned guy with the emails but uh um facebook they can certainly reach out to me on facebook and instagram as well okay yeah like you can send me that information yeah and i can include it in the show notes this way if people want to get in touch with you um this way if you <coughs> put any upcoming training events on there Right. On our right. website, you know, they can find you through there. Yeah. Now, you still don't know when your book's going to get done, huh? No, still working on it. You know, I keep I, you know, I keep adding, learning more research. So the kind of cool thing about this is we've been doing this for 12 years. And neuroscience, it's not psychology-based. Uh, it's neuroscience-based. And so there's new research coming out all the time. And it always has supported what we've been getting results doing. So I always want to try to include some of that in the book. So, but you're right. I need to, I need to pull the trigger and say, okay, here it is. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. Out there. Not easy. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure it's time consuming compared with your daily life, right? Try yeah. Yeah. It's a discipline of sitting down and writing every day. So, <laughs> so that's part of it. Now, are you related to the uh, presidential Kennedy? I'm Kennedy? not. I had to ask. Well, yeah, no, not really. I'm sure somewhere back in Ireland, we probably come from someplace, County Cork, I think, uh, is where our ancestors are. So um, so that's probably, although I did rent a house once that Sergeant Shriver, who was married to one of the Kennedys, son lived at before us. So I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, no relation to those guys. I bet you get that question asked a lot. Right? I do, I do. It's funny, especially if um if I'm traveling. So I, I do a lot of speaking up in Canada actually, um, at some different conferences and inevitably going through customs, the guy'll ask me that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Well, John, it was great having you on the show. Yeah, Mark, uh, thanks. Just don't forget to send me all your social media stuff so I can include it in the case notes. Okay. Show notes I mean. Okay, and, for sure. Uh, we look forward to having you again on the show in the future, and uh, we'll keep in touch. That sounds great, Mark. Thanks so much. All right. All right, everybody. We'll be back after the short break. Hi, everyone. We're back on the show. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to two particular podcasts. One is called the One Five Podcast 
and the Darren Palmer podcast, also known as Self-Publish, in 30 days. They can both be found on iTunes. The 1-5 cast is also found on Stitcher and Anchor. His, the link to his podcast is anchor.fm slash 1-5 cast. Me and my daughter were both interviewed on their podcast this past week. Please check it out. You'll learn a little bit about us and about our new books that we have out, including my daughter's new book called A Little Bit Louder, which should be published hopefully within the next two months. Again, check it out. It's the 1-5 cast podcast and Darren Palmer's podcast called Self-Publish in 30 Days. Again, I will leave a link to these particular episodes in the description of this particular podcast episode. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. Hey everyone, I just want to make another announcement that October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, you can meet me, Mark the Shark Retorto, and my daughter at a local library located at 144 Woodfield Road in Washington Township, New Jersey. Uh, the zip code, if you try to add it into Google Maps, is 07676. On Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m., my daughter and I will be doing a book signing. Where you can, we'll be doing a meet and greet. You get to meet us and learn how we go about writing our books, as well as autograph them. So come check it out. October first, Tuesday, October first, starting at 6:30 p.m. till it closes. Again, we'll be at 144 Woodfield Road in the Township of Washington, New Jersey. The zip code is 076 Sorry. Check it out. Hopefully we see you there. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.marktheshark.mmshow.com. Again, that's www.marktheshark.mmshow.com. Hey everyone, I just want to make another announcement that October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, you can meet me, Mark the Shark Retorto, and my daughter at a local library located at 144 Woodfield Road in Washington Township, New Jersey. Uh, the zip code, if you try to add it into Google Maps, is 07676. On Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m., my daughter and I will be doing a book signing where you can, we'll be doing a meet and greet, you get to meet us, and learn how we go about writing our books as well as autograph them. So come check it out. October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m. till it closes. Again, we'll be at 144 Woodfield Road 
in the township of Washington, New Jersey. The zip code is 076. 07676, sorry. Check it out. Hopefully we see you there. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmasked selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from our leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritorto, and the other one is written by me, Mark Ritorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio, and you are tuned into the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Are you looking for your next action thriller novel? Check out The Cabal. The saga begins. You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com. That's R-I-T-O-R-T-L FamilyBooks.com. Again, check out the next great action thriller suspense mood book called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-L. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.